Welcome to the Truth Map Podcast with me, Holly J, your resident psychological comedian and freelance philosopher. As a specialist in human behavior and volitional motivation, I help you figure out why you do what you do. Like why you open up the fridge just to stare at it, or why you text your ex back when you know he's gaslighting you, or why you open your phone to check the time, just to scroll Instagram, just to turn off your phone, just to realize you still need to know what time it is. We'll break down human behavior in ways you've never seen before and unlock the power of the physics of emotioning theory developed by one of our founders, Dr. Michael Lukens. And hopefully, if I do my job right, we'll have some laughs along the way. So welcome to episode one of the relaunch of the Truth Map podcast. We've done a little rebranding since uh, the last time we were running podcast episodes. And so I hope you find the content is just as rich and relevant, but it's got a little twist to it now. Um, And we figured that the first topic we should kick off with is something that a lot of us are experiencing due to a global pandemic, and that would be depression. And um, even though depression is on a sliding scale, uh, a lot of us are feeling that in and out of depressive episodes, no matter how great we have it and how lucky we are in comparison to others, there is still that underlying simmering of um depressive thoughts. And so we figured that would be a good uh, topic to kick off on. So what you're about to listen to is an audio lesson that is found on our depression audio course, the intro to depression audio course, actually. And it lives on our app, TruthMap Hologram, which you can find on the iOS app store or the Google Play store. So um, give it a listen and you can find lessons two and three for this audio course within the app. So if this piqued your interest, which you will see after you listen to the lesson is a pun, um, then you can go on and download that app. It's free all the content is free and uh, you can find lessons two and three to kind of help uh, hone in on this idea, this concept of depression. One of the main premises of Dr. Lucan's theory is that interest is a particularly important basic emotion. As he puts it in the physics of emotioning, we are continuously interested in being interested in something. It's our biological duty. We don't just sit still with nothing going on, Though in a state of rest or in response to great fatigue, we will turn the volume way down on our interest investment. We desire the state of being interested. We have a craving for the experience of being interested. Depression is a word we use to describe a situation in which the person's ability to generate and experience interest is chronically diminished or impaired. The person literally becomes nearly devoid of the activity of being interested. They are incapacitated by whatever causal factors were involved in shutting off the doing interest response. Depression, in Dr. Lucan's view, is the impairment or loss of one's interest appetite. When we are awake, we are always doing interest on some level. It's as if the system is saying to itself all the time, what else is there that will help me to be me, to advance me, to continue me, to express me, to enhance me, to engage me, to be with me, to potentially jeopardize me or to threaten me, etc. We also do interest when we're sleeping, and without the constraints of our proximal situated awareness of the medium or environment, in our dreams, our interesting is freer to roam. Even those who are depressed are still interested in becoming interested again. 
And if that second order interest disappears, then the individual is at even more risk for suicidal ideation. Why did you end up with the group of friends that you did? Why do you like the sports that you do? Why did you pick the college or career that you did? Why were you attracted to who you've been attracted to? Why are you listening to this audio lesson right now? Why are the people who are not listening to it not listening to it? Maybe a better question to ask is, what is making us want to go through this whole life thing in the first place? Interest, an emotion that is biologically programmed into us from birth and is a focal point when it comes to emotions because it's so critical to our existence and our development as a species. A baby opens their eyes and immediately there's interest. But the curiosity about the universe really begins with the first breath. From this, you should be able to see that the interest emotion is really the whole reason that you continue to move through life. And in fact, we think about things as being interesting in an adjective sort of way. But human beings aren't interesting in that way. They are interest-ing. They are interesting as a verb, constantly seeking out the next thing that triggers their ability to continue to interest. But with the tendency of the human being to have their curiosity and their interest hijacked by pain management, they can get very lost. This is why the downside ideas about us seem to have more of an impact than the upside ideas about us, because we're naturally preoccupied with pain. Anxiety occurs when I don't know what is threatening me clearly enough to know where or how to run and get safe. Depression results if I'm unable to get safe or end the threat. In this way, chronic anxiety is another common causal pathway that results in one being depressed. There are four ways to drive from my old apartment to my office. I can take any one of those routes and end up at the same office building. Just because I came by way of a different route one day over another doesn't mean that the building is a different building. Depression is similar to the building, and there are many ways of getting there for people. The depression itself, from person to person, is the same. It's a lack of interest. It's the shutting off of interest for some causal reason. The ways that people get to their depression are many, so let's discuss a few of them here. Depression can be viewed as an outcome set of behaviors and stalled feeling states. Quote, stuckness. It's a complex set of forms and an array of types of conflicted programs for actions that have the side effect of producing lingering feeling states due to the failure to adequately define or achieve completion. I'll give you some information on all of the basic emotions and how the failure of people to find resolution can lead to depression in certain contexts. I mentioned anxiety leading to depression, and basically that comes down to the fact that I'm afraid and can't run. My resolution is blocked for the emotion of fear, so I'll get depressed. And this is something that everyone is probably aware of. Depression and anxiety usually coincide in a person who has either one of those diagnoses. Let's look at a causal pathway that might not seem so apparent at first. Anger motivates me to move against someone or something. All of the feeling states will move me to fight or engage in a domination struggle or fight with that someone or something. When a fight or a conflict doesn't have an ending, then it can devolve into depression. Indeed, one pathway to depression is, as they say, from anger turned inward. But anger turned inward is also a common outcome of unresolved guilt. In the absence of an action program for repairing what was broken, guilt feeling states persist, and they move the person by default into self-punishment. In the absence of a corrective interaction, the momentum of blocked action persists. This is how and why feeling states become mood states. The feeling states are signaling mission not yet accomplished, like a random alarm clock telling us about a meeting we must attend, but we're truly hoping we could avoid. 
If I'm angry and can't fight the fight, resolution is blocked. The angrier you are without the possibility of successfully moving against what is angering you would cause anyone to become frustrated, and after a while it becomes depression. Think about the people in their jobs who want to speak up against a boss who treats them poorly, but can't. They're depressed in their work life. Or the depressed teenager whose parents don't understand him, yet he can't afford to get angry at them because they provide his lifestyle. Another one is, if I'm sad and can't let go or can't get enough support, resolution is blocked. This is how extreme grief over the loss of a loved one or a life dream, or anything really, can continue on to become a major source of depression. If you look into your future and all you see is what you lost and what that is costing the once bright future you had envisioned, would you be interested in continuing to live that life? Let's look at disgust. If I'm disgusted and I can't expunge the toxin, resolution is blocked. Imagine how depressed a person with OCD would be if you were to lock them in a place where they couldn't self-purify or cleanse. But think about how even someone without OCD would feel if you forced them to live without showering for months on end. If I'm guilty and can't repair what's broken or get forgiven, resolution is blocked. And like I mentioned earlier, that guilt can devolve into self-punishment. And this is one of the reasons for low self-esteem, which, of course, we can intuitively see isn't going to be very high for the person who is depressed, right? If I'm ashamed and can't get valid, resolution is blocked. Think about the person who doesn't want to be shamed or who is already shameful. Are they likely to leave their house? Are they likely to be interested in interacting with other people who would potentially be a source of heaping hot judgment? Probably not. How happy or interested in life does that person sound? This also plays a role in the self-esteem issue I just mentioned when talking about guilt. Even the positive emotions can play a role here. If I'm desiring something or someone and can't get satisfaction, resolution is blocked. If you want something and you can never seem to attain it, think of the constant disappointment this would invoke. And this brings us to the final emotion that I spoke about earlier, interest. If I'm interested and can't make contact or information is unavailable, resolution is blocked. Have you ever noticed that if you try to get a cat to come to you, it won't? But you can bet that if you close the door to a room that was previously open, they will go to it and scratch it until you do. If the door is never open to the cat, it finally loses interest. On a major level, when you no longer have an interest in anything that you see or could potentially interact with around you, you're not really living a joyful life, are you? I hope that lesson shed a little light on the experience of depression. And if you would like to listen to lessons two and three in the Intro to Depression audio course, you can do that by downloading our app, TruthMap Hologram, on the iOS App Store or the Google Play Store. And like I said earlier, all of the content is free and it's free to download. The only feature you need to upgrade to access is TruthMap with Navi, which is our chatbot life coach feature. And that helps you explore your mind when it gets a little scary in there. And so if you are interested in the last two lessons of this course, you can go ahead and do that for free. And then if you feel like you'd like to upgrade to check out Navi, then you can use the coupon code TMAPPODCAST for 20% off either your monthly subscription or a six-month subscription or a yearly subscription. And um, like I say in 
every advertisement we use for our app. If you are in a financial situation in which you can't afford premium, but you really do need access to that journaling uh, chat bot feature, then please don't hesitate to contact us either through the contact form within the app or shoot us an email at contact at truthmap.co. That's .co. And we will get you hooked up with a premium account for free because you shouldn't have to worry about finances in order to have access to emotional wellness and mental health support. So we are excited for what's to come in this new year. And uh, thank you for joining me on our first episode of the new Truth Not Podcast. I know why you do what you do.